Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Special Rapporteur David Johnston resigns. And half of people in Canada said good, and the other half said expected it. Michael Cooper is the Conservative Party of Canada's Shadow Minister for Democratic Renewal and member of the Parliamentary Procedures Committee. He's an MP in Edmonton and quizzed Mr. Johnson. Mr. Cooper, when when you heard of the resignation, I mean, I'm sure you saw it coming before we heard. Any surprise to you? Uh, well, first of all, good afternoon, Roy. Hi. And uh, the, the bottom line is, uh, as you said, he should never have been appointed in the first place. He should never have accepted the role. Uh, the Prime Minister created this fake rapporteur position and uh, appointed a family friend and member of the Beijing Compromised Trudeau Foundation, Mr. Johnson, to buy time and to whitewash the Prime Minister's cover-up of Beijing's interference in not one, but two elections. And I'm glad that Mr. Johnson has finally recognized uh, that he cannot continue in the role. Uh, But with the greatest respect to Mr. Johnson, he should resign now, not at the end of June. And and the government uh, knows what it needs to do. It's what Parliament has asked the government to do, not once, but three times, and that is to call an immediate, independent public inquiry led by someone who isn't in a conflict uh, like Mr. Johnson is. Uh, When you questioned uh, Mr. Johnston, did he seem determined to remain? Did you get a sense that he wasn't going anywhere? The sense that I got from Mr. Johnson is that he hadn't written his report. Okay. Uh, He uh, seemed at times confused. Uh, He was unable to defend uh, aspects of his report, key findings. And uh, it certainly didn't inspire confidence uh, in the report. So I was about to ask... Sorry, go ahead. I said after three hours of of questioning. Yeah. I was about to ask you whether you believe that Mr. Johnston was coached into what his conclusions concerning China's interference in Canada should be. So so they they arrived at the the conclusion and then they asked the questions. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it it was really uh, on, on key questions... You know, for example, I asked him to explain how it is uh, that he concluded that there was no evidence that Beijing attacked our democracy in two elections and targeted the Conservative Party in an orchestrated campaign in the 2021 election, even though Aaron O'Toole had been briefed by CSIS that that is precisely what happened. And in answer, he simply said, well, it was based upon the information that he had at the time. So one of three things are are possible. Uh, Either he uh, omitted material information, he misinterpreted it, or this government withheld it from him. Uh, Neither scenario is acceptable. Yeah. Seemed uh, a bit desperate to me in Parliament when uh, Mr. Medicino and other liberal MPs and ministers, 
parliamentary secretaries, kept bringing up Stephen Harper having appointed David Johnston as governor general. I mean, it's not like David Johnston had a, a long association with the Harper family and was a major player in a, any Harper Foundation. It just it just looks to me. It sounded to me, Mr. Cooper, that they've they've run out of territory, and they ran out of territory long before yesterday. Well, it seems like this government doesn't understand what a conflict of interest is. That's the issue with Mr. Johnson. It's not that he is. Uh, it's not that he isn't a person of integrity who has served Canada. It's the fact that he's a Trudeau family friend, a member of the Beijing funded and financed uh, and compromised Trudeau Foundation. And uh, on that basis, he should never have been appointed. Uh, it's, it was completely inappropriate. And, and, it, and with, the, with Mr. Johnson, since then, there have been conflicts everywhere. I mean, not only is he a family friend of the prime minister, but he went out and hired a team of liberals to write and defend the conclusions of his report, including appointing Sheila Block, as his chief counsel, who is a big liberal donor who attended recently a liberal fundraiser with the prime minister and uh, the minister of national defense. Uh, If this process is truly independent, then there shouldn't be a bunch of partisan liberals gathering evidence, interviewing witnesses, and having a role in drafting conclusions. it's It's a tutorial on how not to do it. Precisely. And then we had both Mr. Johnston and the former Liberal MP he was investigating hire the same crisis management team. How does that happen? How does that happen uh, is right. I mean, just another conflict on top of conflict on top of conflict. And with respect to the findings in Mr. Johnson's report, he essentially exonerated the members for Don Valley North, even though he conceded that there were irregularities with the nomination process involving uh, foreign students being bussed in uh, that resulted in an emergency ceases briefing to the prime minister two days before the nomination cutoff in the 2019 election. And yet he concluded that the member for Don Valley North was unaware or that he could find no evidence that the member was aware of such irregularities, and yet he didn't even bother to interview the members for Don Valley North. It just is another example of why this report is a total uh, sham, and uh, what is needed is an immediate, independent public inquiry. It's time for Justin Trudeau to stop the cover-up and get on with it. So, so what does happen next? What does happen now as the prime minister continues to tread water? I mean, what do you expect? What do you see? Well, I, I don't know what to, to, what to expect. I mean, Dominic LeBlanc uh, today uh, basically, in some respects, doubled down and uh, didn't commit to an independent public inquiry. That's what we need. And Parliament has uh, demanded it three times, and uh, this Prime Minister has thumbed his nose at Parliament and continues to do so. Do opposition parties have the clout? I know you voted already on this, but do... Uh do opposition parties have the clout to push Mr. Trudeau into a approving a public inquiry? Can you, cre- can you create the dynamic where he'll say, okay, I can deal with that, I can live with that, or do you want to? An overwhelming percentage of Canadians want a public inquiry. Parliament has demanded one three times, and 
prime minister hasn't acted on that. And the reason I believe he hasn't is because he has something to hide. He turned a blind eye to Beijing's interference and has used every trick in the book to try to cover it up, including appointing a fake rapporteur who had conflict after conflict. Now, most people have no idea what the word rapporteur means. Well, that's right. Uh, I wonder if the prime minister even does. So um, the NDP, though, even though they support the public inquiry call, and in some ways I got out in front and led with the uh, the call for the public inquiry uh, with Mr. Johnston, but they will not end their support agreement of the Liberals in Parliament. I spoke with Mr. Singh on the 4th of March and pushed him pretty hard on it, and uh, he, he was having none of it. Yeah, and the NDP are responsible in that sense for propping up this government. Uh, and throughout the process, the NDP has not been consistent. They like to have it both ways. On the one hand, they claim that uh, they want an independent public inquiry, but at, at the same time, on many occasions, they've actually worked with the Liberals to impede the work of, for example, the Procedure and House Affairs Committee in getting answers that Canadians deserve. So, final question for you. Do you believe there's actually going to be an independent public inquiry, or are we just going to be on the merry-go-round for quite some time yet? Well, Pierre Polyev and Conservatives are going to continue to keep up the pressure on this government to finally do the right thing and call an independent public inquiry. And the notion that this somehow can't be done on the basis of national security issues is patently absurd. It has been done before, including the Air India inquiry as well as the Arar inquiry. Uh, Both of those inquiries arguably had national security issues that were more sensitive uh, to this. And so there's no reason why it shouldn't happen, and there's no reason why it should take an extended period of time to have uh, an inquiry and to get uh, a final report so that Canadians can get the answers that the Prime Minister has been doing everything in his power to stop, to prevent Canadians from seeing. I still want to see a public inquiry into the SNC-Lablan situation and Jody Wilson-Raybould's interference by Trudeau, for which he was convicted by his personally selected ethics commissioner, but I, that's probably not going to happen. The, the, only, the first prime minister to have been found guilty twice of breaching the conflict. Yeah, and, and, and the one time, he, one time he selected his own ethics commissioner, which was in violation of the parliamentary law. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.